Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast. This one is an actual planned podcast, not like last week's, which was a random, kind of on a coffee break, spur of the moment thing. Anyway, <laughs> some actual proper content this time around. So this week we are going to be speaking to a guest that I've been looking to get on the show for, well, since we started out. Uh, however many years ago that was uh, a long long time friend of mine within the industry within the sort of wider martial arts industry and then later on the film community dr john Zhang. okay now this guy is one of those people that just seems to be good at everything okay so this guy is an expert martial artist uh, is an actor he's a writer he's a musician a philosopher he just look he's just good at everything and he's a really cool guy to boot as well. And some of you will know him from, well, a few different places. It's one of those you'll go, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, obviously, some of you may well know him for his work already. But I guarantee that more of you will know him than you actually realise. And I'm not going to spoil it. So what we'll do is, because this is quite a long interview actually. I recorded it earlier today. Um, probably one of our longest interviews to date. But I'm going to jump straight into it. So if, oh, if you're on a long car journey, bonus. If not, you might have to just like, split it into a few chunks here and there. But yeah, let's jump straight into the interview, and I'll speak to you on the other side. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, guys, so joining me on the phone now, we have somebody that I have been waiting to talk to on the show for a very, very, very long time, um, Dr. John Zhuazhang. Did Thanks. I get that? <laughs> you got it right. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. Fantastic. I've got this thing about I've always been terrible with names. Um, and one remembering them and then two actually saying them right. Even people I've known for, for decades. I'm so bad with names. I'm great with faces, terrible with names. Um, but yeah, great to get you on the show. Uh, as I say, I've been looking forward to this this chat for a, for a very long time for a number of reasons. Um, we share a lot of um passions in life shall we say um and well i just wanted to to get you on just to have a chat about some of those absolutely i, I think uh, i was so excited when i when i heard that you were doing a podcast and i thought well one of these days i'd like to feature on it for sure <laughs> you've actually um sent some clips in before haven't you in, in the past going back oh gosh maybe a year or two back if i remember That's right right yeah I, I think it was to do with like uh, fight scenes in movies that I like. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, that was good. And finally, we're doing this, so I'm very excited for today. Fantastic. Well, I think that's actually a good point to start with it being a martial arts podcast. Um, <laughs> martial arts. How? How and why? Where? Where? Where did this come into your life? Uh, so I started training back in 1993. So I was five at the time. And uh, it, I was, it was under my father who taught us, my brother and I, various styles of Kung Fu. And okay. then um, he sent us to train with an SAS instructor who... Wow. Um, uh, yeah. As you do. <laughs> uh, a deep end. Yeah, he traveled around uh, a 50-mile radius uh, from when we, where we were living in the West Midlands. And um, yeah, he, he found one particular class that he thought 
yeah, this guy's fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, um, that guy, Jerome, is still my instructor to this day, 25 years on. Um, and yeah, he was, uh, you know, we trained in different styles such as karate, uh, jujitsu, aikido, okay. hakido, silat, anis, and uh, to name a few. Wow. So that's, that's, a, that's a pretty rounded background to have at such a young age as well. Um, there's not many people can say that they've had the opportunity at that sort of age to go and train with an SS instructor. Mm. Wow, what an experience. <laughs> so um, was martial arts something that you had an interest in prior? Um, was oh. it something that was on your radar or was this something that you kind of, you know, ended up falling in love with through the introduction through your, your, your father? So it was something that I've, it's all I've ever known from a child, right. yeah. and um, w- which is something that I'm grateful for. Uh, Absolutely. Just because it got instilled in me from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, though, it's, uh, well, I, to this day, I still say that martial arts is my first love, yeah. for sure. And, um, yeah, I, 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 a lot of the discipline, the uh, control, that is all from my martial arts training. So anything I do in life, um, I'll instill any martial arts teachings and lessons that I ever learned from them into every other part of my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah, I can understand that fully. I mean, I, uh, my journey into the martial arts took a very sort of stereotypical mm. um, direction. I would say at that sort of age, I was, I was the 1980s for me being a, been a, been a little bit older than yourself. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I remember I, you know, I got in through the typical route of seeing the karate kid and, you know, and the, 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 the things that were around in the eighties. Mm. And then sort of finding a club to train in. Um, although yeah. I am very glad that that's that's the sort of the area that I, I I grew up and trained in because it was very very different then. Without wanting to go off on back in the day sort of mm. talk, but you know, uh, very very different training back then. There was no split classes. It was you you were all in the same room together, and yes. you know whether, whether you were eight or fifty two, you did the same training Absolutely. and the same expectations. <laughs> it was it was great. Absolutely oh. great. Um, uh, they, they don't quite do traditional classes like that anymore, do they? No, it's, uh... <laughs> no, it's it's you know, and it, I, I, I suppose depending on how you look at it, there's there's some there's some you know good that's come from that, without a doubt. Um, but at the same time, there's so much that's been lost as well. And I think I think it's fair to say there's more that's been lost than, than the benefits that were gained. But um, I completely agree with you. Absolutely, yeah. there's probably it's probably fair to say that there'll be a few more people walking around without the need for walking aids. Um, in, is... in 30 years time <laughs> but the the mental benefits from it I mean I I, I, I end up with like, you know, exactly with what you just said mm. I know for sure that the hard training that I had has set me in good stead for a lot of challenges that have come up um, throughout my 40 years on this planet now and um, uh, you know I can 40? You're that. not 40 surely not <laughs> oh, Carry on <laughs> Carry oh, on. You've not aged a day in the what many years that I've known you. <laughs> well, that, that's I don't know. That's good, good, good makeup, I suppose. I'd like to say it's good genes, but no, no. But thank you. I'll take the compliment. Where it, where it's um, but yeah, it's you know, it was just interesting that you said that about you know how it's affected your life in in, in, in different ways. So um, your martial arts journey, as you as you've. As, as we all do as we grow and we develop and we experience new things. Mm. Um, is there a particular direction that you feel it, it's taken you in with regards to your training? Is, is there one area that you prefer to, to other areas? or? Oh, for sure. So generally, uh, I split martial arts into three categories. Um, 
health, fighting, and performance. Um, And I think uh, we go through all three of those phases at some point in our lives. Um, And it's like, uh, I think when I was younger, for sure, I loved the fighting element of it. And uh, maybe a bit too much. Um, And then... Really? uh, Mm, yeah (laughs) well you know you train and train and train and you want to see how good you are and everything and you know it's like um you know when you hear stories about other people who are able to do this and do that and maybe you watch a few films that influence you think i i reckon i could do that (laughs) but then uh so when i was uh certainly in my teen years and into my early 20s i i definitely enjoyed more of the fighting element of it uh, then um, I think when I got into film, I thought, right, okay, so I'm just adjusting my skill set to something that's more performance-based. Yes. Um, and it's an art form at the end of the day, and it's like I'm not hurting anyone, which is great. And I think as I, I think throughout all of that, if I, if it can keep me healthy, that's the most important thing. Keep sure. me healthy both physically and mentally, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's very important. So certainly with the performance side now, that's what I'm emphasizing on more. Okay, cool. Now, uh, speaking about the physical um, mm. elements to martial arts, it, it's fair to say those that um, I haven't um, seen John on like, Facebook or uh, around social media, um, it, it, it's fair to say you like to keep in shape. <laughs> I certainly try. Absolutely. No, no, there's no trying. It's do. You do keep in shape. <laughs> this 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 guy is in phenomenal shape. Um Thank you. uh yeah, well, yeah, it needs to be said. Um mm-hmm. you know, I, I it's amazing because I was actually um I was speaking to one of my uh, instructors yesterday evening, one of he's 17 and um you know, I said, "Oh, yeah, I'm speaking to this guy tomorrow." He was like, "Oh, wow, that sounds great." And then I was like, "Yeah, this is this is him here." And I sh- and I turned my iPad around and showed him the photo, and he was like, "Went and went, wow." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, exactly." Um, and you know, so I've always been interested. Mm. You've managed to keep mm. uh, extremely agile and light, whilst very very clearly being able to um, maintain a good level of physicality and strength how have you managed to balance that to such a fine level so i've actually been the same build since i was about 17 Um, really what did it just one day just (laughs) (laughs) well i i think i put on so i put on weight very quickly anyway though i think from about 17 18 onwards i more or less had the same build and i just put put a bit of size here and there on different parts of my body and and then, uh, but I always kept up with the martial arts training, and I think I we see. are all capable of speed. I mean, for instance, if if you and I are crossing the road and I didn't see a car that was rushing by, um, doesn't matter how big or small you are, you'll probably reach for my shoulder pretty quickly to pull me back. So we're all capable of speed, regardless of size. I think it's explosiveness that's that's what's important. As but I, I also find that if I exceed 110 kilos. Uh, my cardio really suffers, so <laughs> I try to keep it down. But um, also, I think the camera definitely adds a bit of an illusion as well. I mean, in most photos, I tend to stand very close to the camera, so I look a lot bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the secret, really. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just for my own curiosity here now as well, um, how how often are you training? Usually, are we talking daily? Um a lot or we every other day and what sort of how much does your schedule allow for now is it 
So um, I used to do three to four hours a day every day, but now oh. I'm kind of toning that down a little. So um, I do about two hours a day, um, but I split that up. I didn't do it in one session. Um, so in terms of my martial arts training, it is every day. Um, though I train at very odd hours, and I always train when I don't want to so that I can fight when I absolutely yes. have to. You know, That's so it. it's, yeah. <laughs> I said, no, it makes complete sense. I mean, with my own training, it does suffer from time to time. I do something every day Yes, through, through my occupation. Absolutely. Uh, but it's interesting what you say there because um, I've just, with, with everything that's going on at the moment, um, I'm sort of having to diversify with the business a little bit. And one of the sessions that I've reintroduced is a, a, is a purely an aerobic session. Uh, oh. And, and it, it is, you're, you're going for the whole hour. There's, no, there's non-stop. I really don't like it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I thought, well, here we go. Here's, a, here's an opportunity to, to work on an area that I don't like to do Yes. And work it into the business. And I now put myself down on the schedule as teaching it. So, <laughs> so it's forcing me to do it twice a week, <laughs> every week, without fail. And, you know, I, so I can completely agree with what you're saying there, you know, the, the, get the things out of the way. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, because I especially feel that um, the toughest fight that you will ever have will be the one that you never see coming. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's of a time and place, um, of your attacker's choice, should we say, then, you know, we will always be caught unaware of that. We will always be caught by surprise. So uh, when I wake up at three in the morning to get something to drink or use the toilet, for instance, let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can actually do at three in the morning. And my my technique is horrendous at three in the morning. Whose isn't, really? But, (laughs) um, uh, But I think if I'm able to move fairly proficiently, then... It it gives me a higher probability of being able to fend off an attack when I'm okay. unaware, you know, um, in any condition. So for me, it's being able to condition myself in a way that I will be able to move when I don't want to. You see what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. So it's more internal. We're talking more um, psychological, more sort of um, absolutely and, within your within your mindset there, as opposed to physical, because physically. Mm. To a degree, with obviously with a bit of tolerance, because you've been laid down for several hours, we're kind of physically ready to go in you know, yes. any ailments withstanding. So that's that is definitely more where you are in yourself at that point. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're still half asleep, maybe. <laughs> Mind is elsewhere. But you're right, actually. I mean, I think I'd, 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 I'd never looked into the statistics for this sort of thing, mm. but I suppose you more than likely are going to be in a position of, you know, uh, having to defend yourself when you're possibly or you're least capable maybe in the night in your mm. house when Absolutely. you're out with friends later at yeah. night when you're tired and uh, when you're walking down an alleyway in the dark at night you know mm. so it makes sense absolutely and i think it's um i'd rather put myself through that and practice my awareness so that i'll still be able to spot something before it happens and then i can avoid it you know and um I, and i think for the most part um there is a deterrence as well of how you how you carry yourself when you are out and about. I think that's very important. Mm. Um, so, like, I get stopped um, on the street a fair bit by law enforcement, which I'm okay with um, because I, I, I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm quite yeah. a large guy, and like, you know, I fit a certain demographic, shall we say? And it's yeah. like um, I'm okay with that because it's it is not discrimination; it's profiling. I get it. So, um, but for sure, it's like. Um, 
people tend to move away from me on the street and uh, <laughs> sit elsewhere on the bus. So I'm okay with that. And it's uh, if only they knew. <laughs> if uh, well, you know, it's um, it it's when people then say, "Oh my God, you're that guy off that dating show." I thought, oh, yes. <laughs> actually, that was something I was going to talk about a little bit later on. We'll, we'll mm. save that one. We'll save sure, that one. Yeah. <laughs> now people will be going, hmm. I, th- I thought I recognized that voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So interesting what you were uh, just segue there from a little bit from what we were talking about with the oh, sorry, mental state and awareness levels. Yes. Uh, meditation, I know, yes. is something that you are very, very passionate about. Um, and I think as, as martial artists, we should all it's something that we should all be considering, even if it's for only a very small part of each day. It's, mm. it, it's something we should all be doing. So just wondered if you'd like to sort of touch on that a little bit. Absolutely. And I think above all else, whilst martial arts is my first love, uh, meditation has to come first before it, it's got to it's 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 the warm up to the whole day for me. Yeah. So before I make a decision, before I do anything, I, I will meditate on it first so that I don't make any rash decisions, any uh, ill-informed decisions, or mm-hmm. create a permanent set of circumstances when I was temporarily angry. Yeah. So it's, um, if anyone ever, I mean, like a practical usage of meditation, for instance, is, is someone starts yelling at me on the street for no apparent reason, or whatever reason, and it invokes a certain, like an angry emotion in me where I feel that it will be easy if I just deck the guy, great. But then it's like, mm, you know, if I meditate, actually, I can be a very objective about the situation, and uh, and if I can handle myself under pressure, I'll mm-hmm. always be able to give. Um, I will always have an influence over the outcome of that particular situation, which is why meditation is so important. Yeah. And I know some incredible fighters, incredible martial artists, who get themselves into well, physically they're so skilled, but they get themselves into trouble because they didn't, they weren't calm in the mm-hmm. time where they needed to be calm. And it's like when, let's say, you and I have a big argument and uh, I walk away and once I cool down, I, I think, you know, I, I really wish I didn't say those things. I really w- wish I didn't fat shame Chris <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And, uh, <laughs> and then I think, if I was calm, I would not have said any of those things. You know, it's uh, so in, in essence, I think it's important to meditate uh, as often as we can, especially as um, when people say I don't have time to meditate, that's when we need to make yes. time for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and, and it can be done in so many different ways as well. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, for um, me, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. So um, a lot of people, when they're, pl- you know, they say to me, John, I really struggle with meditation because I can't sit still, I can't do this, I can't do that, and I can't switch off. And I say, well, you know, when you're playing sports, when, you, when you're at the gym, when you are doing something, when you're doing artwork or you're playing music or whatever, you're actually very much in the moment, you know, and you are very aware of what you're doing as you're doing it. That yeah. is meditation. It's yeah. just meditation in motion. You're already doing it without even realizing it. So you're already reaping the benefits of that. You know, it's um, you don't have to sit still. Um, some days I struggle to. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what I was about to say, to be fair, as well. Oh. Um, so in tune like this, you see. Uh, but now I say this a lot to my students as well, because, you know, a lot of the, especially the adults that come to train, mm. they're very much interested in the physical, the, 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 the exercise benefits, the sparring, mm. you know, the, tip, the, the things that most people would associate with martial arts. Yes. I'm always, always, we always work forms as well. I, 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 mm. I train and still teach all the traditional forms associated with the 
my, my style. Um, and that, that is, I'm, I'm saying to them, um, don't get caught up so much in the hows and the whys and mm-hmm. what this is. I just want you to just go with the movement and just be aware of now and just um, concentrate on your breathing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that for me is it, 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 it's a physical form of meditation. I don't know. Yes. It, it, it's very true. I mean, like uh, when I used to do more door work, um, certainly if I was with, um, if the, if I had to diffuse a situation, so to speak, um, that was kicking off outside, involving lots of people, the only thing that I would ever focus on was my breathing. My body would do the rest because I've done the training. Um, so it was just keeping just as soon as you're able to control your breathing, everything else seems to just come to focus. And, you know, you, you don't have time to think anymore. You don't have time to especially overthink. And then as soon as you start overthinking, you, you'll freeze up. And uh, I think they call it uh, paralysis through analysis. Um, <laughs> so it's like uh, so anytime that I have ever been out and um, gotten down and dirty with, with anyone, for instance, um, I always had to keep my breathing in check. Everything else was, everything else became more of a reflex, a conscious reflex, but because yeah. I'd already drilled that in my training, yes. you know, and it's, um, you know, I know some of the best martial artists in, in the, in the dojo, but you know, when it comes to being in a real life situation, they don't know how to breathe all that, all those years of training can't be accessed if they're, if they're not breathing right. Absolutely. That overthinking kicks in Ugh, yeah. the, the what if, the what if, what if, what if, what if. That if, is I do, if, if I do this, if I do that, if I do this, if he does that, if I do this, if he does that, if I do that, what about this? Should mm. I go first? Do I wait? Do I? It's, it's, it, the, the thought process gets in the way. Absolutely. And it, it's um, the worst part of any fight that I feel is the bit before it may or may not happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like if at least you walk away from me, great, I know that that's, that's it now. Or if you throw a punch at me, if you, if you throw the first punch, then I know we're on. Then I know what I'm, but it's the bit beforehand. It's like, is it going to happen or not? And I, I find that that is the worst part of any confrontation. Mm. Because, you know, and especially if someone is, say, on the influence of, under the influence of something, yes. you just don't know. And it's like, um, anything I can say may set them off. Um, I just don't know. So it's, um, it's very easy to overthink. And that's why I think, right, we, I'm just going to be as present as I can, concentrate on my breathing, whatever happens, happens, but I'm only going to deal with it as it comes. Mm-hmm. So if I know he has something on him, but he hasn't pulled it out, well, okay, I, I'm just aware that he's got something on him, you know, it's, um, so it's having that, um, I think it's fine to be slightly paranoid, but not to let that get the better of you, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, definitely pays to be um, more cautious, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So, uh, another area that I know you're very passionate about, um, and again, it's something that I it influenced me heavily growing up was music and is yeah. music. Um, so I just thought it'd be nice to touch on that a little bit because uh, mm. I know I, I do get some sideways looks from people when I when I say this sometimes, but um, but what the hell? <laughs> that I, I do find that there are some links between martial arts and music. And I do, when people, and I say it to people, they kind of look at me and go, well, well, say what? What, what, do you, what do you do, hit them with the piano? It's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's hard to explain. But um, yeah, I just, obviously I've, I've seen some of your work and I know that at the minute, which is something we can 
touch mm. on as well, uh, that you do have some music that you're going to be sharing with people too. So just Aye. wondered if you would like to talk about music. Did you Was this something that came into your life around the same time as martial arts or was it already there? Was this A something? couple of years afterwards. It was, um, so my, my, my father was the one who got me into martial arts and my mother felt that I needed to balance it out with something mm. a little more there we go. scholarly, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think with music... Um, it is just another form of expression, you know. Yes. It's like there we uh, go. That that's what it is. That music, art, um, martial arts, yes, sports is an, it is a form of expression, you know. And how you, it's like if you are in a ring fight today, it's going to be different to how you're going to be in the ring tomorrow, you know. And if you're playing, if I'm playing a song right now, how I play it tomorrow might be different according yes. to how I feel at the time. And um, what I love about music the most um, is when you're doing martial arts, for instance, um, the only time that ever matters is now. That's the Mm -hmm. only time that ever matters. With music, uh, music takes me into different dimensions. I can be anywhere. I can Mm -hmm. play uh, what I'll feel in the future, how I felt in the past. I can... um, you know, I, I can create worlds when I'm playing mm. music. It obviously sounds better in my head than it does when I'm actually playing it, but um, no. it's like I, a musician never wants to run out of songs to play. Yep. And I think as a martial artist, you never want to have, you never want to run out of ideas either. Yep. So That's the so true. in principle, are very similar, um, used for different purposes. But, you know, if you are, um, if you're using it to get emotions out and express yourself, you know, um, both are fairly interchangeable in, in principle. Um, so in terms of my piano, for instance, uh, my, I have just released a piano album called Ether Reality. Um, that's A-E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y, Ether Reality. So um, I had to think about that. It's okay. We'll link it in the show notes as well, guys, <laughs> so you can go find it. Fantastic. Um, it's available on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Music. Um, yeah, so uh, no, I'm, I'm, very ha- I'm very happy with that. Lockdown- how, does, how does that feel when you create something musically mm-hmm. and then you share it with so many people? Is it exciting? Is it scary? Is it, well, how does it feel? How does it feel to do that? Well, yeah, well, I... It's um, because you're sharing yourself, essentially, aren't you? You are, yeah, absolutely. And uh, with this particular, with this album, it took me eleven years to finish. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's twenty six of the original compositions that I, I can actually remember. There are many more that I couldn't remember. But um, when I finished it and then got the audio engineer to mix it and master it, um, then when it was ready to be uh, distributed and released, there was a whole oh wow, whoosh, you know, this is like this is like going for a grading. As soon as I do this, <laughs> I level up. You know, yeah. I know I know I level up and I, I feel like I can add value to what I already bring to a conversation. Um I can so okay, let let's let's see how and it was very daunting for me to do that. But I thought, let's do this. This is the next step that I've been working on this for eleven years. I have to do it, mm-hmm. regardless of how I feel about it. I need to do it. So let's be, let's look at this positively. And so I actually released it all well, official, well, unofficially. Um, it was all released on the Sunday. I took a day to release it on the Monday. I thought, right, I want to be in the right headspace for this mm-hmm. and be in the right uh, frame of mind to receive comments, feedback. And, um, yeah, and, and do this positively. You know, so I thought Sunday, 
right, it's all out now, but I'm going to just rest up. Monday, I'm going to put the foot down on the pedal, and uh, yeah, let's drive it from there. And yeah, I, so, so far it's been very, you know, I've received some lovely comments and um, very positive ones, and which I'm very grateful for, which I feel sometimes in martial arts we don't give in, give each other enough of that feedback, enough mm. of that positive positivity, you know, or constructive feedback. Mm. It's like uh, you might do a technique and record it, and then someone will say, yeah, well, that wouldn't work again. Well, it probably wouldn't, but it worked at the time that I mm. shot the video. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like this worked at the time. Okay, this is how I felt at the time. So yeah. this is that's what we recorded in that video. So I think definitely the difference with, say, music and martial arts is, is, is probably how it's received. Um, just because there are... Um, I don't know too many egotistical pianists, I must say. But <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it, yeah. I remember growing up, music and martial arts had this sort of weird symbiotic yes. relationship in my life because one enabled the other. Um, because I, where where I grew up, it was, you know, you were expected to play football or rugby, or you know, do the stereotypical laddish type things, and um, not that I'm. Well, I suppose I just did, but anyway, <laughs> you know, it, it's my podcast. I can say it right, but um, no, it was very much. I mean, going to remember, it's nineteen eighties and, and early nineteen mm. nineties. The world was a very, very different place, yes. and um, I, I remember I, I played piano, I played violin, I played mm. um, guitar, I played all sorts of things, and I was very, 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 very passionate about it. But kids are cruel, you know. And I remember, spe- especially once I got to high school age. That leveled up significantly. Um, now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that the the martial arts enabled me to kick the crap out of anybody that gave me grief because I liked playing. I liked being in in the music group and in the orchestra and and in the choir and all those things at high school, which in itself immediately brings um, sometimes negative attention. Not so much now. Hopefully, I wouldn't hope not anymore. But back then it did. But it was the martial arts that allowed me to keep grounded and focused. Yes. And not give in to that peer pressure. Absolutely. That's so important. I mean, yeah. you might have many, many people to train with and everything, but at the end of the day, it's you who's got to go through those doors, you who's got to put in the training to get to where you got to go. And, um, I mean, certainly, I think you're, you're a fantastic instructor. Like, I, I, I got your your kicking videos, uh, tutorials. Well, oh, thank you very much for the support. Um, no, of course. I, I, I was very excited to see that you were releasing them. I thought, oh, fantastic. Because... Um, I think it was your sidekick into hook kick, which I thought, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, I thought, right, okay, yeah, when, when it's released, I'm, I'm going to buy it. And, um, but for sure, I, I, I think that, um, you know, we have to be very open-minded to the different avenues in which we can improve ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, in terms of um, other people in martial arts, I regard myself to be a student. So anything, anyone, everyone's got something that they can show me. and. Absolutely. You know, I look at this, I think, right, you know, it doesn't matter if someone is better than me in, in a real life situation or if I'm tougher than they are or whatever. If you've spent, someone has spent their whole lives doing something that they're better than I am at doing, I'm going to l- want to learn that from you. I'm going to want to learn this from you. I'm going to want to, let's say you're a good boxer, you've got really good hands. I'm going to want to learn that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, so I want to be, I always want to be in a state of change. So I'm better than I was yesterday, but worse than I'll be tomorrow. Yes. So I never have, um, 
certainly not anymore. I don't have the kind of ego where I need to be better than everyone. I just, I just need to be in a state of improving. That, that's yeah. all that really matters to me. Um, and it's like, and if someone, like if I go into a training session, for instance, um, I expect to take hits. I expect to be tapped out. I expect to, you know, take a bit of a beating. Um, otherwise I'm, I'm probably just training with the wrong people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it, mm -hmm. if, if I'm the best person in the room all the time, you know, it's like, no. Nah, so I think when, as soon as you take ego out of it, then, yeah. you know, it improves you dramatically because you can see things so much more objectively. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I can, that rings true for my own personal situation now, as I know it probably will for lots of other people out there. Mm. I'm at, I'm at this stage now in, in my training and in my life where yes. I I feel that like I've, I've met the, uh, I've come to, to, to a balance point, mm. um, where, you know, physically I'm now, I'm not, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm by, I'm not in a wheelchair just yet, but I've reached a point where physically I'm not sort of um, improving so much anymore. Mm. You know, I'm 40, you know, being realistic, mm. but I'm at a point now in my head where I'm able to be much more open to, to learning mm. um, and, and, and progressing and, and thinking about things in a different way than I was as a 20 year old. That's mm. not in any way saying anything bad about, you know, younger people, but mm. and I wasn't in that place in my life then. Yes. Um, so I'm at this really odd point where physically I'm finding that I'm having to be considerate of things and not maybe doing things that I once would. But mm. in my head, I'm now so more open to learning and, yes. and pushing. So it's, it's this really odd balance, this point that I'm at now, um, you know. Oh, I love it. I, you know, that, that's, that's a really good place to be in. You know, yes, because... it, it feels just right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it opens you up to a world of different things that you wouldn't have considered when you were younger, you know, I mean, I, I feel the same with, um, with, with the, uh, like, I, I think for instance, I will grow to love Tai Chi the older I get, should we say, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. It's, it's, uh, you know, someone sent me a video of uh, a dude doing Tai Chi for 15 minutes. I, I, I I've never been able to finish it. So, it's like, so I know I, I, I appreciate it, but it's like, um, I think as I get older, I'll probably be more open to that. You know, it's uh, for sure. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, now, something that we you touched on very briefly before mm. I cut it off earlier on was you, you're the, 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 it was the bus, uh, bus conversation about the person moving away. And then, Hey, you're the guy from the, Oh yeah. <laughs> so I thought it'd be nice if you could just touch on, uh, talk about a little bit about your um, work within, film and tv sure. and, and that. Uh, at what point did you just what what was that moment i mean i can remember it back now to when i was a kid mm. um but what, what was the moment that that click that's that's what i want to do uh, i want to do that with my life at some point as a kid i wanted to be a superhero and if i could fantastic be, right you know what i mean it's like you watch all the x-men cartoons batman yep. and everything and you've got all these role models like I shouldn't say this from a kid's perspective, but like Robocop. <laughs> no, I, no that was me too. <laughs> <laughs> no kid should ever watch the first one. No. But uh, yeah, I think as a kid, I always wanted to be a superhero. And if I couldn't be a real life superhero, I would settle for playing one in a film or a supervillain or oh, wow. enjoy the, the tax-free income of a supervillain. I, I, I like the sound of that. It's like, um, so... 
film was something that I always wanted to do. And um, I thought, right, so the martial arts is probably my way in. And so 10 years ago, there was an open casting for 47 Ronin, which I went to. And uh, um, I, I think I went for two or three callbacks. And, I remember uh, that. I yeah. Remember that yeah. Thinking back. Wow. I mean, that was my first big thing that I'd ever done and um, it was oh you know so they trained us for two weeks to be samurais and everything and I was amongst a room filled with about 40 or 50 different top martial artists so I was in very good company and um, yeah then after that you know I always wanted to push it more okay so see you know what friends I made and everything and where I can go and you know it's and then I did a few short films, which um, we, which we won some awards for, which was nice, you know, which was great. Uh, and then 2016, I aired on ITV's Take Me Out. Um, which that was a- fantastic. <laughs> How did that come about? They Right, so um, they, uh, years ago, I used to watch it with my friends, and they said, hey, John, you should totally sign up for it. I, I remember <laughs> looking at the application form, I thought, this is ridiculous. It, it, <laughs> It's so invasive, I'm never doing it. Yeah. And then 2015, their, um, their casting team added me on Facebook. Oh, wow. I couldn't believe it. And then the next day, I was in central London auditioning. And by that point, I still thought it was a scam. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, all the paperwork that I refused to do those years back, uh, I ended up having to do anyway. But they, they said they really liked me. And they said, oh, you know, we'd love to have you on. And so a couple months of preparation and all these phone calls about my life about the kind of clothes that I'd be wearing on the show and then one day they came down to Oxford and uh, they shot um, bits and pieces about my life and pieced it all together and then 2016 uh, it it aired Um, it was a busy week because I was also in the opening sequence for the Brit Awards um, two days prior to that and then a couple days after that uh, you know take me out Ed so it was a very busy week and uh, it was um, three million people watched that episode. Yeah. And um, the publicity of it was insane. You know, front cover of the newspapers. And I would be, um, I'd go anywhere and people would recognize me. And um, even now, it's like. Well, like, yeah, you're, you're fairly recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, it, if that's okay to say, it's, I think it's, hmm. you know. Well, not like I, me. I can blend in anywhere. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's just like a typical ninja. I can just go, you know, I, nobody recognizes me. But no, dude, you, you know, I can I can see why. It's a great combination, though. It's brilliant. I, I so. I mean, it, it certainly helped me with future castings just because yeah. um, uh, it, I, I feel that I'm quite niche in that I'm I'm a large, bold Asian who, who speaks in... <laughs> Apparently speaks in a way that is different to how I look. So um, <laughs> you, you said what everyone's thinking, dude. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. It's like, oh, that's not what uh, that's not what I was expecting when you opened you, your mouth. I'm like, oh wow. You okay. have a very very calming voice. Oh, thank you. Very very calming. You do. It's very very. But, uh, but not that people dislike the content, but there might be people literally now snoring away. You have such a calming, <laughs> relaxing tone. Well, you know, it's um, it, it's better now. Or since I moved to Oxford, I lost my accent from the West Midlands, right. so that's probably helped out a lot. You know, it's. <laughs> I think my accent back then was different, shall we say, and it was more. Uh, it, it wasn't quite a brummy accent, but it also wasn't too far off. And uh... <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
would bloody grind you now. But <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, keep this one. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, no, I think after Take Me Out, it's like people. Um, they they recognize me. It's like the other day when I was at the petrol station, it was like one in the morning. Um, three <laughs> lads were in a car and they were just staring at me. I thought, here we go, here we yeah, go. Here we go. <laughs> Got some trouble now. And they opened the window and said, mate, you're off, take me out. I thought, oh my goodness. And they said, yeah, 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 we all watched you on Take Me Out. I said, look, what are you three lads doing on a Saturday night watching a dating show? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I you know. watched it with my, with my wife. We watched it. <laughs> Gotta watch it, gotta watch it. It was brilliant, fantastic. Oh, um, such a you. positive, happy um experience. I can't I can't complete I can't honestly say I remember what happened, but I remember <laughs> it being uh, good fun to watch. So Yeah, I mean it's uh I, I, I certainly endeared myself to the Asian community. Um <laughs> I the, the, apparently I reflected very well, which is great. Um oh. The, the reason why I opted to, to do it was because um, a lot of my friends had done big, you know, feature films. They had done adverts at the time, and I thought, right, none of them have done a dating show. Let, let's do this. This this will be fun. And uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm still friends with a girl that I. Oh, that's cool. With. Yeah, we, we're still we're still good friends, which is the most important thing because I think we're the only two people from my episode that still actually talk. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, like, she is um, just a really, really great girl who, who I'm really thrilled to still be friends with and still be in contact with. Um, and I think with uh, Take Me Out definitely put me on the radar for other things. Mm. Um, so more recently, I worked on uh, The Eternals, which is the next Marvel film. I won't go into right. that too much. Absolutely, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Which it's out in February next year, but um, I remember being in, um, you know, with the other stunt guys, and um, yeah, I think one of them said, "Mate, weren't you off Take Me Out?" And I was like, <laughs> yes, they all point at me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's where I recognise you from. I thought, oh my goodness, I mean, these guys who boast some insane credentials, you know, from yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars to you know Spider Man and all that, and suddenly. I'm the talk of the town because I was on a dating show four years ago, which they happened to have seen. And I thought, oh, my goodness. No, I'm... Oh. <laughs> I've had it happen, and it's not on a, such a huge national level, but um, I've worked on, on, on jobs more recently when I've been getting back into things again. And yeah. I've had men, grown men and women, walk up to me and say, oh, I watched you on a TV show when I was a kid. And I'm like, wow, that's great. Yes, it was that long ago. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I remember at the time when I did this, it was a C, um, CBBC show, and mm. they, you know, I, my wife was my wife. She still is a teacher, but she was um, teaching full time at the time. And I went to her school, and this wave of children ran at me from the <laughs> playground, and I was like, "What is this madness? Mm. What is this?" Um, and and then even now, I can't. How long ago was it now? 15 years it must be easy um and and people come up to me and they go oh yeah you're that guy from that i'm like yes i only did it because i wanted a holiday and it paid for the holiday i didn't know it was going to end up being on television for years to come so it's very strange isn't it how, how these things work but i think um i think it's fair to say some people will uh, though this is probably where they'll click and they'll go, oh yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, from the, they'll know you from the Master Wong um, YouTube series as <laughs> well. Oh. So yeah, Master Wong and I have been friends for years. Uh, not as long as you and I have known each other, but um, mm. 
Like uh, I've known him since 2007, um, and we re- reconnected a few years back. And um, I was going to Hertfordshire to see David Chung, one of my mates, and yep. um, I also didn't realize that Master Wong was going to be there. And I was like, "Oh, hey, man, hey, cool." And then we, yeah, we, we um, he said, "Yeah, we're going to shoot some videos today." I thought, "Oh, okay, all right." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so completely caught off guard that first day. The second time I went. Um, was fine. I knew what I was in for, but like, um, yeah, no, Master Wong and I have been friends for years, and uh, yeah, he, he, he's quite the character. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. I remember the, the, there was one particular video with the arm conditioning one, mm. and I'm watching that going, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I, that, I, that looks painful. I had, an, uh, because I've got very sensitive skin, I burn very easily. Um, so I put on a whole load of, uh, fat factor 50. Yeah. And then when I started bashing my arm up against the tree and everything, I started getting a reaction on oh, no. where I was making contact. So then when Master Wong and I started bashing arms, this, the, you know, these bruises started showing up and the, the muscle was fine. The skin was just so irritant. Yeah. Thought, oh no. This is this looks terrible. <laughs> but no. Oh, like... I I know I know from bits we've trained, you know, talked mm. about before in the past. You 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 do a fair bit of conditioning training. Yes. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's not something I I particularly enjoy, but it is a necessary evil. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, like with um, like knuckle conditioning is something I always hated doing just because it. Um, it impedes my ability to be able to play the piano if I do too much. Um, right. But yeah, it's like uh, every, it's like you, when you create these micro fractures and everything, they come back a bit yeah. tougher and everything. You, you know, I found that I lose a bit of dexterity. Um, so when I found that when I was recording my piano album, I thought, goodness me, this is really difficult. <laughs> my right. endurance for playing piano isn't what it used to be. But uh, I think with. Um, say conditioning and all that and you know doing stuff with master wong is always a lot of fun um just because he likes to cover a wide variety of topics in a very short space of time which uh, which i'm happy to do um and he, you know it's the energy is exceptionally high with him yes um, i remember driving home the second time around and i turned off the radio and it just whew, yeah just... <laughs> <laughs> the spontaneity is definitely there isn't it Absolutely. You never know which way he's going to go or what he's going to say next, Mm. which is one of the reasons I actually enjoy his videos. They're great. Absolutely (laughs) great. I used to I used to come into into the office at my my gym, sit down with a cup of tea. Oh, let's have a watch. (laughs) You know, it was and there was a learning experience, and uh, it was also very good fun to watch too at the same time. So yeah, I mean, he's um, I like where he's going with his videos because he's he's actually doing stuff with other people um as well like other martial artists and you know his approach is is good in that he he'll he'll do something he'll throw an attack at you and then he'll get the other guy to show what they would do in their in their style for instance you know and i I think hey that's great because that creates an open platform more collaboration and um that's the way forwards i think you know collaboration and it's like uh you know i've had people who say to me hey you know I've seen you on the Master Wong videos. Oh, you look great. Um, would love to spar with you someday. I'm like, yeah, of course. Man. You know, I'll happily spar anyone, you know. It's like, for sure. And um, it's uh, and then they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to accept a sparring match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, weird why you'd even bring that up in the first place. Why would you, you ask? Think, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's like, no, of course I will. You know, I mean, I, I think, like, my personal opinion is that if you are a martial artist who doesn't train with some kind of resistance, you're just an artist. You know, I think, you, you, you know, it's important to have resistance and non-compliant individuals, you know, training partners. I mean, of course, for, for the technique, you will need a bit of a compliance and everything. You know, and if I'm doing it on a video, of course, you know, I will be compliant or my training partner will be compliant. But, you know, and I think that's what a lot of the um, criticism on, on YouTube can come in. Oh, that guy's oh, that guy just letting you do just it. The, that's just the internet. It is. It is. And it's like, I mean, um, yeah. And I think I personally, I have found the YouTube community on on my videos to be very nice, very, very lovely people. Um they leave very nice words of encouragement. I think I maybe have only ten dislikes in total on on my YouTube channel in what <laughs> I think what fourteen years of having my account. So it's not, I'm not do, doing too badly. But yeah, like um, but I think when you're doing YouTube videos and everything, oh, you know, you, you've just got to be prepared for the for the internet. <laughs> That's, no, it's true. I mean, I I, I really enjoy getting into um the finer points and this, this discussion topics of, of obviously kicking the, the mm -hmm. tutorials i do i really like getting in depth and sometimes even if it sort of is a borderline argument i, mm -hmm. I don't mind i do actually because it, mm -hmm. it it gives me uh, a reason to think you know yeah. oh, oh is that right or um, hmm, actually now and, and it's good but then sometimes you just get people that just come along, oh, you'll kick shit. It's like, wow, that's not really <laughs> constructive. It's not helping in any yeah. way. If you could you perhaps expand on that a little bit? Mm. No, of course they can't because they, they're not actually saying what they think. They're saying yeah. something to try and prompt a reaction. Um, and, and that's the internet, isn't it? it, it it's true. I mean, it's like um, I, I get people who like when i go into master wong's videos to read the comments i don't do that anymore but it's um when i when i when i would go on to the his videos to check the comments i thought oh wow some pe some people are really mean <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you know it's uh and you know the, i don't think there's a place for it i think there's a place for you know actually can I make a suggestion? You know, if you maybe just turn your foot slightly, you might be able to get more high. Yeah, fine, perfect. Yeah, I, I, I'll happily take that on. Um, and it's always the, the thing is, after you shoot a video and everything, it's very easy to look back on it and criticize yourself. You know what I mean? It's um, it's very easy to do that. And like some of the videos that I put out years ago, I, I used to think this is awesome. This is the best thing ever. I look back on it maybe a year later. I think. This is dreadful. <laughs> Why did I even post it? Um, but it's, uh, I, I think it's fine for me to say that. I don't think it's okay for anyone else to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. So um, I know another a passion of yours is, is writing. Um, yes. I believe I'm right in saying that. Uh, yes. And you have, it just seems at the moment that you've got so much going on. Mm. You've got mm. music, you've got the acting, you've got the martial arts, you've got the, 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 it's just everything. Dude, is it? It's like your life has just converged at this point, right now. It's, I made use of lockdown. I thought, yeah. right, um, this is time for me to be as productive as possible to do the things that I never had the time to do. So it starts with the piano album, and you know that took six days, twelve hours each day, which wow. killed me. Um, and I was like, right, let's actually, you know, uh, in my frequently asked questions, people do ask me. 
you know, are you going to release any tutorial videos or are you going to re- release a book at some point? So I thought, okay, wh- why not? L- l- let's write something. And, you know, um, so my book, which is called The Martial Heart, you see what I did there. <laughs> we all saw it. Ah, um, you know, it's, it, it's a nice title because um, the BBC did a piece on me back in 2008 called The Martial Heart. I thought, you know, I need to capitalize on that. Um, so I thought, okay, uh, the martial heart, and it's, it's basically a lot of the non-physical attributes and traits and characteristics, uh, that I would want to instill in a class that I'll, th- I think I'll put this in a book. And it's like, um, a lot of it's about awareness, composure, under pressure, um, how to deal with people, you know, that's, so there's a bit of body language and mm. then there's, um, then there's a huge chapter on training and, so the book is about, um, let's say you train against one person, you know, um, that's great. You can fight that one person fine. Okay, what if they have a weapon? What if they've got friends? What if they all have weapons? You know, what's your cardiovascular fitness like? What's your muscular endurance like? You know, it's um, things to take into account. And I think, um, so it doesn't matter what martial arts background you have or what range of experience you have. The aim of the book is to be able to add to what you already do. And, um, yeah, it's like when I have students who come to my class who they're not 100% concentrating. Um, contrary to how frustrating that may be, I appreciate, one, I appreciate that they're actually, they actually showed up. And yeah. two, if you are not 100% there and you're distracted, I want to see what you can do whilst you're distracted. I want to see how much you can do. Because that also tells me, um, if you can, you know, perform proficiently whilst you're distracted and just even ill or sick or whatever, you know, or you're injured, if you're still able to move proficiently and do something effectively um, when you've got those impediments, then if someone ever, say, jumped you, you would be in a better position to be able to fight them off. Better position to. Um, I think... Martial arts, when you train it um, at, um, when you train it when you don't want to, for instance, train yeah. in, in those conditions where, that are not favorable. Like I train in the dark, like uh, my my bob bag, for instance, which I've had for mm. seventeen years. Like I'll give them a hoodie and I'll turn off the lights and I'll train with that and I'll see just what I can do and how bad my balance really is. Mm. Um, but. When, so I think these are all things that we can add to our training without interfering w- with what we currently do. So the aim of the book was to be written in a way where it could apply to anyone who trains, not just to one style specifically. And um, so there aren't any specific routines. There aren't any specific. Um, there aren't any specific uh, techniques. But sure. there's more about principles, yeah. also about anatomy and everything. So I think those are things that I would always instill in the class. I thought, right, if I put, put this in a book, then it's out there now. Um, and yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad I've done it. You know, it's, uh, I, I, I think I'll start work on a second one. Um, I was about to ask, you know, is it something you think you'll expand on? And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think regardless of, um, the performance of this particular book, for instance, um, I'll still write more and put more stuff out there just so that it is out there. Um, everybody go out and buy it. Yay! <laughs> I'll, so, I'll link it in the description. Go buy it now. Yeah, no, it is available as an ebook and available on Amazon also. Um, though um, what I'm what I really want to do is because it's because it's called the Martial Heart. Um, I 
I would in the future like to set up a charity fund with the same name That's where cool. I would be able to um, put that in, you know, be able to donate a lot of that and help people. Because um, at the end of the day, I think martial arts, you either use it to help people or hurt people, you know. Yeah. And if you're helping people physically or you're helping people through entertainment and amusement and everything, fine, that's great. You know, you can, it's like Jet Li, for instance, physically probably hasn't, you know, like, uh, I met Jet Li once back in 2000 and he inspired me and everything. But I think, you know, when you watch someone on film, you think, God, this guy's my superhero and this and that and everything. It's like, I feel like he helped, he did help me, you know, and you know, if you can help someone remotely, even better. So it's like, um, you know, the book is out there so that I, if I can help people, I will. And same with your kicking tutorials. I've not seen you in person in over a decade. Oh, you know? yes. And, and the rest. Yeah, absolutely. But then it's like, goodness me, I, I found that your tutorials certainly helped with my kicking skills. I thought, oh, wow, okay, yeah. Like, um, I didn't realize just how tight my hips were. <laughs> <laughs> None yeah. of us do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm very excited by the day, unfortunately, but that's just <laughs> life as a whole. But no, um, that's that's really really interesting what you say there because there's there's long been um, a traditional sort of relationship between martial arts and healing that I think mm. has been lost. Yes. Um, in, in, not not completely, but I think with the commercialization of it all and and just the way things are going, you know, the, the way that the modern turn things are taken, it, it's often overlooked. Um, and that that's a, I suppose that's what you're doing there is you're actually making use of technology that's available and um, mm. the, the the options to deliver the the healing in a different way, which I think is fantastic. Absolutely. I mean. Through a book, I absolutely can. Um, another question that I get a lot is, um, are you going to make tutorial videos like what Master Wong does? And uh, for me, the answer is is no, um, for now anyway. And I, I can, I'll put this out there now. And the reason for that is because, um, because when I'm teaching, I predominantly focus on self-defense. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I charge it at a, at a low cost, at one pound per class. Um, wow. And if, if I could get the venue for free, I'd teach it free. Uh, the only time I ever really charge for it is if you, you need it for your job, if you're armed forces, law enforcement, mm. security, you know, professional athlete, then then you need specific skills. But if it's self-defense, for instance, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm if I'm teaching something... Now, when I teach a technique or a routine or whatever... Um, that'll work once, you know, it may yeah. not work again, you know, and, and everything is so subject to change and there are variables for everything. And for me, um, I haven't quite leveled up to the point where I, I will take students online. I mean, I, I, I think I'll only take students on who I've actually met in person, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially with when you have to be hands on with them. And, um, of course with lockdown, that's a bit different now. Um, yeah. Though I, I feel with, um, if it's technique, as in, you know, this is how you throw a punch and everything, fine, yeah, maybe I could do that. But it's like, this is how you do a wrist lock or this is how you do it. Yeah. It's actually quite tough to do that without a partner um, to demonstrate that. Um, there are ways, of course, but, and, um, but I think for now I'll stick to the book and then yeah. um, I'll find a way to progress that later on. Yeah, and, and it's it's... It's all part of life journey as well. I, I found I had no interest in um, putting myself out on the internet um, mm. for people to 
pick apart and nitpick and scrutinize. I, I, had, I had no place in my mind for that before I had a, it was an, I had an accident. It was actually a charity event. Oh, and it was of all things, the silliest of things. It was, a. Uh, like a lay down 540. Um, oh, can't even remember what you call them now. It's been that long since it is one. Anyway, I was having some pushback from some kids. Mm. Oh, well, I can't do that. So why should I even bother? Uh. And I said, oh, well, look, I've not done it in 10 years. Yeah. In fact, I'm not even really supposed to do it anymore. But look, watch, <laughs> I'll have a go. Mm. Now, I threw it thinking there's no chance I'm going to land it. Mm. And I did. Nice. And I wasn't prepared for landing it. <laughs> and um, I, I, I gave myself some quite significant damage in my right leg. And um, it, was, it was a very bizarre injury. It was like nerve damage or something. I, 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 some very expensive physio later, we got it sorted. Yeah. But I remember, I remember I was sitting in my, um, in my gym in the reception area mm. the week before a show that I was booked for. Yeah. And the guy said, you're very, very lucky you have not given yourself permanent um, damage to your leg, nerve damage to your leg. You're very, very lucky. And at that point, I thought, you know, what would I do if tomorrow, if if that if that had happened, what would I do? Yeah. How what how what do I have to share with mm. everybody other than what I've already taught? Yeah. Um, and I thought I need to put this on video. Mm. So that was the catalyst. Wow. You know, I, I, so I wouldn't I wouldn't have done those tutorials if it wasn't for that accident. Yeah, because I, it suddenly dawned on me, and I know we heard this saying a lot: you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Well, I mm. threw a lay down five forty that went wrong, you know. Um, and, yes. and so I thought, you know, that so that you know, you you mm. may have an experience at some point that will make you think, you know, actually, now I do want to put this on video. But until you mm. have it, Absolutely. the same as I suppose you maybe had with the books and the music, you know, you have things happen, don't they? And we suddenly go, mm, actually, no, I am going to do this now. So. Mm. Listen, I, I could keep going with this for ages. We've been going for an hour, and I, I suppose we need to bring it to a close. But, you know, there are other areas that I know we've, we've discussed elements of parapsychology and metaphysics and, and, mm. and science fiction in the past. And yes. we really could go through all of that um, <laughs> another time, maybe. Um, but no, just real quickly, we, we are both quite keen Star Trek fans. I think it's fair to say people have probably caught that from our conversations on oh, social media. Oh, my goodness. And you, you know what? Like, I think um, I, I love Star Trek. I, I, I go back and watch all the um, all the old episodes because I think they're still very current. And, you know, I, there's just something about Star I mean, Deep Space Nine, I'm going through again for the third time this year. Yep. You know, <laughs> that, for me, that's the series I can rewatch the most. Yeah, I, I, I find personally, I mean, I've watched them all over and over and over again. Yes. And I always will. But I just find there's always something new to learn with Deep Space Nine. I think it was so, I mean, it was so ahead of its time, mm. the, way, the way in which it was you know, written, produced, you know, directed. It was, it, 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 was, it was almost as though they were making a Netflix series in the 1990s. You know, it's like they knew that one day this Netflix was going to come along and it would, because it's one of those, you can just watch one after the other, after the other, after the other, and they all interweave. It's all so clever. It was the Dominion arc oh, yes. that I love the most, you know, and it's, um, I, you know, those characters are, are, are phenomenally written. Just like yeah. the bond that I still feel like I have with them is is crazy. And it's like um, w w there are some episodes, for instance, like um, I think in season one where you've got this Cardassian guy who, who, who uh, what's it called? It's called Duet. He actually pretends yes. to be... Uh, he pretends to be like a warlord, um, 
Well, no, they find out he's a warlord, but it turns out he actually isn't. He, yeah. He's just trying to take responsibility yes. for the war crime. Oh, for goodness me, you know, it's, wow. And, yeah. like, and there are some incredible quotes. I mean, uh, I think I was thinking <laughs> the other day, what was it, um, in the pale moonlight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's such a phenomenally written episode. But, like, I, I love Garrick. I mean, everybody should. That is, so many people right now are listening, just going, "What are they talking about? <laughs> it's the wrong podcast." But I, it's my podcast, guys. So if you don't want to listen to it, you can just just fast forward for about five minutes. <laughs> no, Garrick. Everybody, should, oh, Andrew Robinson, such a fantastic, fantastic actor. Do, do you know what the sad part is, Chris? He's a very good tailor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, love it, love it. But listen, dude, it's been fantastic chatting, and we I, we must do this again because I would, I would really love to get into um, the sort of um, the parapsychological side of uh, of martial arts and the sort of the mysticalness of, of, of things and i know with you'd probably be a great guy to talk to that, talk on that subject sure i mean i, I think the, the the more i delve into it the more i realize there is so much more to learn and I've barely scratched the surface <laughs> well yeah, but, uh, hope you have a great rest of your day rest of the weekend you. and we'll we'll try and make this not an every decade thing Absolutely, absolutely. But no, definitely love to catch up with you soon and actually meet up with you in person. So, you know, absolutely. we'll make it happen for sure. Do some training, do some training. Just before you go, is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners? Anything you've got coming up that they should look out for or anything else you'd just like to share? Um, so uh, so the piano album is out. The um, book is out. And I've got a series that I'm involved in called Humanity. Humanity, yes. Yeah. Um, a Skype-based series that was shot during lockdown about lockdown with very other writers. And it's very relevant and very current. And, you know, it's such a uniquely, it's such a uniquely relevant um, series. You know, it's like I, I remember reading through the script. I thought, oh, this is really good. You know, it touches on a lot of things that are very current. And um, so, yeah, humanity, that, that will be, I'm not too sure when that's out yet, but um, I'll keep you all posted for sure. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, listen, no, thank you again thank for your you. time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Like, uh, I've had a, well, this hour's just flown by. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? Hasn't it just fantastic? Right. Well, we'll catch you up very soon. Um, have a, as I say, have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, cheers, dude. Take care. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So a big thanks to Dr. John for coming on today and having that amazing chat. Really properly enjoyed it, as you could probably tell. Um, apologies that <laughs> I kind of took the interview a little bit off topic, i.e. not martial arts. But, you know, it's my podcast. I can kind of do it. Sorry. I try not to do it too often, but I, as I say, been waiting for that interview for a while, um, so I hope you enjoyed it. You know, I think we'll probably get John on again at some point again in the future, because there's lots of other stuff we could talk on that we didn't even manage to scratch the surface of this time around. So, not going to labour on this one for too long, because we're already running over something horrific. So we're going to jump straight into, and oh, it's been a while, he's still around, still doing his thing, but we're going to jump straight into our, well... It's normally weekly, our sort of bi-monthly Matt Chat with Mr. Matthew Chapman. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. All right, guys. So it's time after I uh, six weeks. I don't know how many weeks it is now. A while. <laughs> you can hear him chuckling in the background. It's time to catch up with Mr. Matthew Chapman. 
Oh, wow. Round of applause. You must be uh, excited to get back on the air. Oh, we always clap you in. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. That's fine. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thank you. That's all right. Now, back the question begs. Mm. Are, we in, are we in the car office or the office office? Uh, no, sadly, we're in the office office today. Oh, so yeah, the sound will not be quite as good as is. You say car. yes, sadly. <laughs> sadly, <laughs> <the> sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm in the office today. It was my birthday a few days ago. So I oh, got, got to catch up on work. Happy 30th. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, that'd be so good. But unfortunately, it's my 45th. So. Oh, that's a nice round number. It, uh, it's quite nice, actually. I like this feeling of being 45. I'm enjoying 45. it. Yeah, that's a good number. That's a good one. Mm, yeah. It's not 50 where you go, oh, God, I'm 50. It's like... Yeah, that's really okay. old. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm quite happy with this one. So we'll see, see how it goes. Oh, one of the kids in my class of the day asked me if I was 60. So... Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, that must be looking at after all this lockdown speaking of, speaking of classes are you uh back <laughs> open are you back open then we are back open we well yes well the, the business is open put it that way right yeah okay uh how long's that been uh we opened the first card out oh, six weeks now i think it is oh think. right okay i've lost track of time mate we're doing 29 classes a week wow how much would you usually do a week not that right <laughs> yeah half of that yeah, yeah not that many uh we basically we were doing we, do, we well today was our last day of doing that um we would which is gonna which which poses a fresh problem but we can get onto that later um yeah uh, we were doing two or three classes in the morning and then sort of five or six of an evening but then sort of upping that and lowering that depending on the days and how people were yeah uh, turning up and then of course saturdays as well so um yeah, I've been living here, basically. And how is, I mean, obviously, I saw your video about you going back to your first day at work, looking very excited about like opening up the gym. How has it been over the last six weeks? Is it more tiring than doing Zooms every day or is it is it good? Um, it, it, it's tiring, mentally tiring, yeah. draining, I would say. Um, I mean, thing, for me, this I, I can only tell you from my perspective, obviously, but um, we've been... We, what we've tried to do to break up the monotony of the fact that basically everybody's been standing on the spot. <laughs> yep. Um, with some variation on standing on the spot. So we've been doing themes. So each week we've had a theme, um, power or speed or focus or cool. movement and, and sort of working, you know, yeah, we're teaching a sidekick, but we're teaching a sidekick based on movement or on mm. stances or on, you know, so we, so we, it, it just, We've tried to disguise the repetition of it, but because we've had a hundred, well, at the time, had 156, I think it was, students all coming on a once a week basis, we were having to teach the same content to every class to ensure that everybody was getting the same content so that we could keep some sort of um, control over what was what was going on with syllabus and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you think we were teaching the same class every day four or five <laughs> times, oh, you know, yeah. it, it, it's by the end of the week, it, it's just like, oh, man. Um, but, you know, you do what you have to do, don't you? Of course you do. Yeah. You do what you have to uh, do. So you've got the whole distancing thing. You've got mm-hmm. sanitizing. You've got ins and outs and cleaning. How's how's it affected student numbers and and attendance? Um, I've the way I've described this 
to staff and to, to other people is it's kind of sieved out the lumps in the school, basically. <laughs> what we've been left with is the 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 real the students, the really keen, enthusiastic, understanding oh, that's cool. students. Yeah. Um, which is gonna give us a nice start point if we get to that point, which hopefully we will, um, when we can get back to things normally. Um, we've got rid of all of the whingers and the moaners and the don't pay attention people and um, you know the ones that really were just kind of using us as childcare, not actually for what we do. Yeah. Uh, and and the adults that were uh, you know a bit wishy washy. Um, yeah. The the really dedicated ones are sticking with it because they know we're doing our best. Uh, they know it's not a forever thing, and they actually are keen enough to want to carry on whilst things are kind of a bit naff. Yeah, so. Brilliant. It, it, you know, it's working, but that—that's me trying to put a positive spin on the fact that we're losing members. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's no two ways about it. You know, it's it, we can. I, I, at the minute, you could be the best instructor in the world, but with that amount of restrictions on it, you're just not going to keep everybody. It's just it's impossible. Of course not. You can't. You can't keep everyone. You know, if this continues as it is for the next six months, it's going to be really tough, right? Because. <laughs> So I, so I will have got a job somewhere else if it carries on for the six months like this. I tell yeah. you that. Yeah, it won't. But no, you're right. You can't just, you know, especially since people previously have been, you know, enjoying sparring, pad work, bag work, you yeah. know, mucking about with their mates and all of that. And that's all stopped. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, must be really tough. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's, it is. It's difficult. I mean, um, We've kind of, I suppose, we've got used to it to a point. It's the, it's the things like the clean downs between each class. Yeah, you know, you you do the, you're spending more time cleaning than you are actually doing anything else. Yeah, you know, and I know there's different equipment you can get and blah blah blah, which is great. But truthfully, if you're going to do it properly, it it, it takes a while. If you're just going to take out a wet wipe and sort of dab a few squares and and rub <laughs> the door handles, yeah, it'll take you five minutes. Yeah, um, and I know some people have got some of these fast fancy sort of misting machine things. Yeah. They're really bloody expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know how quickly they dry or how expensive the stuff is inside them. I, I don't know, but um, we're using the steam. A lot of people know. I just think they're just spraying whatever they like around their gyms and just, you know. Saying that they've done it, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're using a steam mop, which does dry fairly quick. Mm. Uh, just on these cooler days, the last couple of days, though, it has taken longer. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know got to do what you got to do right yeah yeah you have i mean i if if a all fails i'm gonna be you know pretty good at cleaning um so <laughs> anybody wants the gyms cleaning if i end You're up the cleaning, uh, if there's any gyms left um and are you still doing outdoor classes and no. zooms you just no. everything's indoors again now yeah yes yeah, right yeah, yeah. is that and, a choice you made yeah 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 i hated the outdoor classes mate i absolutely hated them because um, because i'd didn't like cleaning up dog crap and needles <laughs> and having random teenagers shout Mr. Miyagi at me across fields. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which to start with, like, oh, this, oh, that's funny. And it gets yeah, a bit every old. week. Yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you know, walking thing. onto the field and then you see them and you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so that wasn't no Zooms, no Zooms. Not uh, we, Zoom? kept them, we kept them going until this week. Um, right. Our last. Our last um, sort of Facebook lives were this week. The numbers were dropping off and dropping off and dropping off. Yes. Because people were able to come in and do the in, cl- in class, which yeah, is right. inevitably going to be better than 
doing them on, on lives. Yes. Um, and next week, because we're having to switch to uh, we're having to switch to our September time timetable next week for two reasons. One, my wife's going back to work. Um, she yeah. works in a school, so I'm going to have the kids. And two, history taught, taught me, don't do a mid-month timetable change because it's a disaster. Um, so we're starting on the first with the new timetable. That's effectively like the school term time timetable, which is really yeah. hard to say, which <laughs> means the daytime classes have gone. Right. Um, so where were the Zooms or the Facebook Lives? Were they now actually physical classes? Because it's just too much to try and to try and do. Um, uh, we may well uh, we may well keep them in the sense that every now and again I might just do like a like a one off special thing just yeah. to keep it in people's mindset so that God forbid we do have another lockdown period then we've still you know we've kept it up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, if I can get out of not doing it, then I'll have it. <laughs> That's what you do. I'm not so, I'm not proud to be CBB's presenter, so it's um, yeah, uh, kind of what so, it feels like when you're doing them. It's been at, is it nearly been six months now since the whole craziness started? In March. Yeah. What we're on now, nearly September. So nearly September. Yeah. What have you learned, Chris? Um, that I don't like teaching in fields. <laughs> yeah. Number one, never teach in the field. Yeah. Um, what have I learned? Um, that I need to be more. Well, I've not no. That I've I've learned to be more organised with my scheduling and paperwork. Right. Because I had to be. Yeah. Um, you know, um, what else have I learned? Um, how to use a steam mop. <laughs> Cleaning jobs again. Cleaning jobs mm-hmm. available for Chris. Um, I, get, I, I think I've, I think I've maybe learned to be a little bit more empathetic and understanding of um, my student, students and their parents and why uh, they might uh, make certain decisions sometimes. Right, right, right. That sounds interesting. How come? Uh, because the situation, you know, when a when a member would quit in the old days, yeah, you know, sometimes I'd just be like, "Oh, what the oh, idiot!" Whatever, yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's made me go, "Well, actually, it's probably because of this, or maybe it's this, or this, or this, or this." And um, yeah. you know, not to just go, "Oh, they've not." Well, they didn't even bother to email me. Well, yeah, because karate is not the top of their list at the minute, is it? Yeah, you know, it's the top of my list because it's yes, what yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm emotionally engaged in it. Whereas with yeah. them, they're going, got to pay the gas, got to pay the car, got to pay the, the rent. Of course. Bollocks to cry, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's, so yeah, I, it's, it's kind of opened my eyes to that side of things a little bit more and not to be so sort of sensitive to, you know, yes. people pulling the direct debit and not say, I mean, it's still a pain in the ass, but. You know, um, yeah, but you can kind of get it that people yeah. are kind of living in a bit of a fear bubble right now, aren't they? And the yeah, totally. money issues and everything else that's going on. It's been crazy six months, and we've talked about schools that have gone out of business. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, big schools and small schools, like some of the big, big, uh, you know, warehouse size. Yeah, uh, schools have gone out of business. Some have downsized. Some little church hall ones. One of my um, students that I trained to black belt runs a church hall type um, club. Very successful, very profitable. Um, mm-hmm. But he can't get back in the church hall. No, no they can't. No, and they're, they're, they're a lot of, some of them are saying not even till next year. Yeah, I think that's what the problem he's having. And you're like, oh my lord, like that's 
So, like, and because I think he assumed that this was going to be over quicker than it, it was. I thought it'd be done by now, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't really do much Zoom work. He didn't really do much outdoor training because he kind of thought, well, I'll give it a couple of months, it'll all blow over. Yeah. Sort of thing. And of course it hasn't. So then you lose contact with your students a little bit, don't you? And they find alternative ways to keep fit and, and de-stress and yep. then dealing with big problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. Um, you know, I, 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 when I was negotiating, you know, certain things at the start of lockdown, and um, I remember some of the conversations. Oh, we'll revisit this in September, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine, no problem. And then putting down the phone and thinking, God, we're not going to have to revisit it in September. It'll be well done by then. And then here we are, <laughs> and anything yeah. but, anything but, because it seems so far away. Talking about September in March, yeah, it just seems exactly it. Yeah, it just seemed like forever. Um, and it and it and it isn't. <laughs> no, I had that with my uh, seminar because I run a seminar every year. Uh, you were going to teach on it, and yeah. uh, it was originally for May. And I thought, you know, give it until July, let it all calm down, maybe give a couple of months to clean it all up, and then we'll do it in September. So I've recently had to reschedule it because obviously yeah. we ain't doing it in September. So I can't imagine like running a school, you know with students who want to train but can't train and other students yeah. who are scared to train it must be very uh very yeah it is it's a funny mix and we're entering into a, a bit of a weird phase now with september because um we were running daytime classes to to cope with the, de- the demand of, of you know the amount of students that we had yeah. versus the spaces and and just physical time between for cleaning now i can only do evenings so I, what I've done is I've sold some equipment, um, crash mats, benches, anything I could sell to make some space. Right. And, and I've actually squeezed an extra person space in so now I can get another person in, which right. you might think well, it's only one person, but one person over five classes over five days. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fair amount of people when you're only getting one person. They're only allowed to come in once a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's still not enough. And we've got this weird scenario, and I know this is happening with other schools because I've spoken to other school owners and they've said the same thing. They've got an awful lot of like ghost members and people that have stayed with them through the whole period. They've carried on paying, but they're not answering emails, they're not answering phone calls, they're not answering text messages. And you're sort of like, well, what's going to happen with these people? Are they going to come back? Are they going to cancel? Um, they, you know, because they've not engaged in, in any way at all through yeah, the whole we- process. Yeah, um, we've got some of those as well, and I'm and, and I've I've built my timetable based on the people that have been coming in since we reopened, right? Um, and you know, I, I allowed for a little bit more, but that's just, just not enough. I know it's not enough, so I'm I'm kind of going in September. Going, I've, we've we've allocated all our slots, and we've put them out. People have booked them, and some of the sessions are booked till October. Wow, or okay. just full till October already. Um, so if 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 or when these people start coming back and hey can we come back and be like uh yes give me a minute um so i don't know what so, i'm gonna do I, I, I may have to open up sundays that's just about to say weekends is your only other option really isn't yeah, it well, we're doing saturdays i may have to open sundays i'd, I'd really rather not if i can help it but yeah. i just have to yeah and just live here <laughs> got a little office space you could uh, have a little sleeping bag in pretty much um you know it's far from ideal but um again if you know needs must but i've got these pt though i say pts not all right private lessons we'll call them private lessons going 
in the mornings now and um yeah we're getting some interest from that so, yeah i think uh, that a lot of people would want to work one-to-one wouldn't they rather yep. than with a group but it's that's very tiring i mean that's part of the reason why i burnt out from teaching yeah yep. i was doing five to six hours of pts a day with young athletic aggressive men who wanted to smash my face in uh and at 35 40 it started i couldn't you know maintain that level of intensity so started to burn out so yeah doing pts every day is yeah it makes you cash but it's it's harder yeah yeah that's it and but that's that that's that's the way i'm looking at it in a minute i've scheduled i've only scheduled in one or two a day yeah just to go you know get me going um and the the plan is to hopefully sort of convert them to uh, to members so if you're listening <laughs> that's, that's my plan for you that's your plan they'll be told they'll be told when they come in you know are these is... new new people who've never trained with you before yeah 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 oh, right okay interesting so not yeah. your current members who want a pt no to... no, no, no. Oh. i mean I'm, I'm not stopping them yeah but they're not the ones that have inquired so oh yeah. so a possible change for the industry is it's going to be more individual one-to-ones and um, small groups possibly maybe i mean we're that that's just i mean with the the problem that i've got is we sort of re rejigged our i think i spoke about this ages ago um we sort of changed up our adults classes completely we got rid of the whole beginner intermediate advanced thing for adults because mm-hmm. we were finding that they weren't wanting to do traditional training. I'm not saying that's the same for all schools. It was just my experience. They just weren't wanting it. They were just wanting to come in, hit pads and hit each other. And they weren't bothered about any of the stuff. So we kind of mixed, we changed up our classes a lot for the adults. Um, right. We kept the structure for the kids, but we dumped it for the adults. But it's, that's made it quite tricky now for this, because they're all standing on the spot. Um, and and if you've got one brand new starter in the room, and then you know four others that have been doing it for six years, who you've got to go for your weakest link, haven't you? And, yeah, and, of course, yeah. So you're kind of like, right, everybody, you're gonna have a really crap class tonight because because <laughs> it's Billy new lads in. New person, yeah, yeah. So it, it it's made it very hard for us to bring new starters in. Um, whereas before it, we would have made sure that they were with somebody. And explaining everything, etc., cetera, et cetera. so it wouldn't have made any difference. It would have been fine. Yeah. Um, or we could have. We we sometimes we would actually sort of split the class down and go right. Where we're going to do this there. You're going to do this there. Two instructors, off your crack. Can't do that now. Mm. Um, so yeah, we either we either create spaces for people that we hope will join or inquire, or we go with what we know is a safe bet, which is the current members. Yeah. Um, I think that was that's the no-brainer, really, isn't it? You know, you yeah, I think so. You stick with what you've got and consolidate as best you can. Um, yeah. And then, so we've, we've, you know, so I've put these these private lessons in for the new starters and for the current members if they want to use them um, as a way to just sort of keep a bit of cash flow and get some new people in. Good call. Um, and when you get back to hitting stuff, are you going to use the, the like the striking sticks, or are you going to go straight back to pads and? Um, I mean, I'll just uh, assess what the guidance suggests at the time. Yeah. I mean, if they I guess just say, they say like half a yeah. minute to go with sticks and pads. If they you? say, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I think as as an industry, we're so off their radar, it's unreal. We're just indoor sport. Yeah, and they'll just say indoor sport can resume contact. 
Yeah, we'll be like, like great, it's far go. Yeah, I, I think that's what that's all it's going to be. I mean, um, personally, right now, I'd be comfortable with letting people get back to it, even if it was an instructor in a face shield with hand pads and a line to walk. I, I'd, I'd be comfortable doing that right now. Yeah. Um, some are. Um, I know that there has been some discussion within certain, um, within some governing bodies that have, they've actually worked out the paperwork to do it. The only thing is you have to make direct contact with your local environmental protection team yes. to have it signed off. Yes. And I kind of think that's kind of, you, you're going knocking on the wrong doors doing that. I think <laughs> drawing attention to you yourself. are kind of, aren't you? It, it, you know, if they've not bothered me yet at all, and I go and not go. Hey, I exist. Please come and be real. Because <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what our local protection office is like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They might be so chilled, laid back, and not fussed, or really up to their eyeballs that I'm not on their radar whatsoever. Or they might be really finickety and want to come. You know, going through everything, and I, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't yeah. need that right now. I've got. Our, we've got the policies in place, and yeah. I've even. I, I even did a video walkthrough. And yeah. sent it off to the insurance team at our association and said, can you look at this, please? And they've said, yeah, that's fine. That's really good. Um, but I just don't need the additional stress of somebody turning up with a clipboard when I'm trying to teach a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just don't need that. No, so you don't. I think I'll wait. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. hopefully it seems seems to be moving in the right direction in most of the UK. So. Yeah, we've got some. I've, I've, I've bought some um, new freestanding pads that we've actually got now, um, right. and we're gonna. We've, we've worked out a way to work those into class so that students have a um, a, a surface each to work on, um, cool. which is great. But then you've got to, you know, you get your people and they'll bam, 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 bam. They'll sweat everywhere, and then you've got to freaking clean them all up, and um, you know, so it's there is a, a extra things to consider. Um, and, and do you think this is going to now be part of life for the rest of time? Like, no. no, I think there's certain elements of it that will stick. I mean, personally, I will as a as a business owner, as an instructor, I'm going to keep the hand sanitizers, right? Because really, this should be doing it anyway. It's just it's yeah. never really crossed my mind to make everybody clean their hands. Because, yeah, you know, it's just not never really. It's never really been a thing, but no. now. It's like, well, the, we've got them anyway, and I've got enough hand sanitizer probably to keep us going till the end of time. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it makes sense to keep it. Yes. You know, hey, hey, kids, clean your hands. You've had your fingers up your nose and God knows where else. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you know, and it's just help prevent colds and, you know, with tummy bugs and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, why not keep it going? Mm. But you don't think the whole lockdown, open up, lockdown, open up, no, uh, well, I, do you know, I think this is probably my hopeful side saying no. I hope it doesn't. Um, do you know, I don't, I don't see how it possibly can because it's just going to kill the economy. Yeah, it, they're going to at some point going to have to go. Do you know what? Crack on. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to either have to get a like Sweden did, right? Yeah, they're going to either have to get a, 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 um, a vaccine. Or they're going to have to get the treatment to such a point where the majority, you know, the, the, the high percentage, which I think we're not far off now, the high, you know, a high percentage can be um, helped pretty pretty quickly. Um, 
and then just let's crack on. And I think that's that's the reality of it because you can't carry on like this for much longer. No, it's a uh, it's had a massive impact on like well, literally everyone, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 ripple that's gone through has been nuts. I mean, you know, even now more people working from home, so you've got like city centres where sandwich shops and cafes and they're all struggling because the workers aren't going to work in the office; they're staying at home. Yeah. So then they're not buying the sandwiches, and then the, so it, it's like the ripple effect is just just huge. It's it, it's not not as simple as as some are thinking, but you know, um, the, the 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 one hope that I've got at the minute as well is Boris has been on the the old fitness campaign, hasn't he? He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Talking about how he's going to get himself a trainer to get fit and all this. So you would think, you know, it, it, it would have to be some sort of massive level hypocritical (laughs) wouldn't it uh, hey i'm gonna get fit and then screw you fitness industry you know um i don't think they're gonna shut us now when the schools go back that would be crazy for him to do that i mean who knows they've done weirder things haven't they but um yeah because there was all that talk of them shutting us when the schools go back and i think now for him to go out on that big old i'm getting fit but I'm going to shut the gyms. That'd be stupid. Ah, uh, but he's done so many U-turns. The I know. I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> trying to stay positive. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's a classic. They don't. They. No one knows what they're doing, and and you know, anywhere really, do they? They're just guessing and trying to do the best that they can, but often making mistakes and then backpedaling and U-turning left, right, and centre. It's a, oh yeah, that whole exam thing fiasco was just madness wasn't it? oh it was crazy it was absolutely crazy um but yeah I, I i think now you know more so the mental health side of it as well as the the, the, yeah. the physical side of it the the, the the um health side from the physical training i, I don't think they're going to shut us now i really don't i think that would just that would just such a huge mess up on their part if they were to do that really now no I, th- I think hopefully they understand that you know people have been struggling and they need to get back to exercise and routine and yeah and discipline and obviously martial arts fitness is a massive part of that but like you say it's uh we're kind of we're kind of really low on their levels of priorities aren't they oh god yeah go down the list like yeah. we're right at the bottom of the list which is really we're not tough. even on the list <laughs> yeah What's this martial arts stuff? What? Add it to the list. Yeah, this is a separate topic altogether, isn't it? But it's because of the lack of uh, unification, because there's no unity in the industry. There's no single voice. It's 45 different associations all trying to get the attention. Oh, at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, there'll be more. There's probably more, a lot more. I don't know. I've never really counted it. But if you think each one of those people is going to the DCMS going, oh, what's going on? Uh, we're doing it like this. We're doing it like that. They must just be like, "Well, these guys." Yeah, <laughs> and then they've got last week. No, no, that was the uh, other lot. They've, they've got one rep from British Gymnastics, or one rep from the FA, or one rep rep from you know the uh, rugby. You know, it, it, it's crazy, crazy. But hopefully, it will be a, a start of a new thing for martial arts where we pull together. Hopefully, not a bloody chance. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's been negative now? That <laughs> no, is true. It's true. It, 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 I, I know that there's been concerted efforts going on behind yes. the scenes this last few months. It has been tried, and I know. Um, and again, I'm not obviously I'm not going to publicly name names, 
but there has been people there have been groups turning it down wow. absolutely 100% there has been um well, I don't know there's different terms isn't there this ngb and supporting body and yeah you know, yeah i i know of two substantial ones that have turned it down ah okay so you know it's it, it, it it's power politics <laughs> all that good stuff yeah uh, this is one of the reasons why i'm glad to be kind of out of it and just doing my own thing because i don't have to deal with any of that no. bollocks anymore you know dealing with politics and it, it's it's just... bizarre it really is i mean it the, nobody has to lose any control over what they do or the, any of the rules that they apply they they literally just have to vote on you know, this is the proposal we have. Who agrees with it? A show of hands. Okay, that's seven out of ten. We're going to put it through. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. But you no, know, you can't even can't even get people to get on a bloody Zoom conference call. <laughs> too busy arguing about what's called a sidekick and it is, who's, it is who's like... got the most dance stripes on the belt. <laughs> yeah. It is a weird one, isn't it? I don't think. Well, I don't know, but I don't know if gymnastics or horse riding or any has the same sort of, you know, politics. Uh, I, I guess they do. Yeah, it's human nature, isn't it? But the thing is, they've risen above it and got on and done it. Yeah. They've got British gymnastics for all the problems that they're having at the minute. At least they have, you know, a designated hierarchy and a single voice to go and represent and negotiate. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas with us, it's... You've got like, man, you take Taekwondo, you must have like 20 different associations just in that one art, you know, without splitting it into two different types. It's just, yeah, it's just nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Fun times we live in, eh, mate? Fun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, if all fails, I'm just going to become an ice cream van uh, slash cleaner. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's what I've said to the kids. If it all fails, I'm going to buy an ice cream van. Um, Chris, Chris's, I don't know, I don't know what's no. What could I call it? Anyway. Chris's creamy ice cream. Oh, okay, dokey. <laughs> we'll think of a catchy name. Let's, let's, let's move away from that very quickly. <laughs> you were about to ask a question, I believe. Yeah. So, you know. You're, you've been working hard, you've been hustling, you've been teaching too many classes and private lessons. Yeah. What you got on for the weekend? Uh, oh, Teach your ball little... classes tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Um, as little as possible outside of that, because um, it's bank holiday weekend, so amaze balls, get to have a Monday off, mm. which has created its own set of issues because I've had, I don't know how many emails from parents going, I can't find my booking for Monday. It's like, because we're shut. Ah. They still ask on bank holidays for training. No, they just have forgotten it's a bank forgotten. holiday. Right, gotcha. Yeah, so they're yeah. emailing me going, I can't find a booking. Have I booked in for Monday? No, you've not booked in for Monday. There was never a booking slot. It's a bank holiday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, crazy. So lots of sleeping for you, relaxing, hopefully. Give it up. I've got a nine month old. <laughs> I don't do sleeping. Good <laughs> Lord. Well, some sort of relaxation then, hopefully. I'll some... be forced into cutting hedges and cutting grass. You know how it works. Uh, I do, yeah. That's why I did my whole back garden in fake grass. Cause I had <laughs> yeah. A... <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing. I did my head in. 
hey, my neighbor's just asked if he can uh, put a fence up on his side of the boundary. And I'm like, yes. When can you do it and how much do you need off me? Why, why do you need a fence up from his side? Because it's a bush. Ah, so, yeah, great. So I have to cut my side of it, don't I? I'm like, hey, you, you put that yeah. fence up. And then hopefully the guy on the next side will be like, hey, can we put a fence up? Yeah, you go for it. You put that fence up as quick as you like. <laughs> and then so, yeah, no more. The weekends will be off and you can chillax and catch some Z's. Yeah, a bit of, bit of Formula One, you know. A nice. Bit, bit of, a bit of wine. <laughs> a lot of wine. Um, and then, yeah, back in on Tuesday for an awesome start to September. I've got to start doing my seminars because I, I promised people I was going to do some workshops. But obviously, now's not the time for pad holding. But just yeah. to, oh, just, no. God, just to remind people that uh, I said I'd do free seminars at people's schools to help them out uh, after the lockdown. So if you want a free Mitmaster seminar, just message me. Mate, that sucks. That I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because I want I want to do something, but you know I just no pads, right? For at least I reckon. You know, get like some really long arms or something. I've got striking sticks, but still, you know, I don't know. Do you, have you done any striking stick stuff, you know, with the yeah. boxing long sticks? I've no, seen it's the word, yeah, because it's, it's, it's depending on how you... Re- it's borderline, you, isn't it, really? It's the wording of it. It's contact. It's counted as contact. Yeah. Because it's contacting... Morris dancing. Advanced Morris dancing. I mean, whatever floats your boat, mate, but... <laughs> I could do an advanced Morris dancing seminar and uh, have people hit the pad. I'll so, be there to film it if you do. Thank you, mate. Thank you. But yeah, once this is all over and we're allowed to hit each other again, I'll be doing free seminars around the UK for martial arts instructors to just help them out. So I tell you what, A and E visits and physiotherapy appointments are just going to go through the roof. Oh, martial yeah. artists are allowed to hit each other again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's going to be out. back. Everyone's going to have forgotten how to hit each other. <laughs> it's just going to be a mess. Full <laughs> contact, yeah. Brutal to the death fights. It'll be good. Broken tibs and fibs all over the country. <laughs> you're, you're probably right, actually. You're probably right. <laughs> I, I, I kicked a Wavemaster like, for the first time when we reopened back before lockdown and I, the, the pain in my foot. I was like, I've not kicked anything for like three months. Oh, <laughs> bang. Oh God, that oh, hurts. It hurts yeah. Yes. You, I mean, someone needs to do a study on that, but it's going to be interesting, but I just can't wait. I, I want to get back to sparring. I want to get back to rolling because I do a bit of jiu-jitsu as well. I just, I just, I just need it. I, 35 years of training and I haven't, you know, punched anyone or kicked anyone in the head in ages. Oh, this is the longest I've gone without kicking somebody in the face. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? I don't mean I don't count my kids. No, no, well, they deserve it, right? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, before anybody reports this to child services, <laughs> have you got anything on uh, this weekend? Are you got you? you no, well, same same thing. I mean, I'd usually be traveling up and down the country doing seminars and and yeah. all of that, but no, I will not be cutting grass because I've got fake grass. Yeah, washing it, you hoover it. Uh, I hoover it. Yeah, I've got a hoover, so I could. That's do that. amazing. You hoover your grass. Yeah, and it and it works really well as well. It's like everything is gone. But uh, no, I just think I'll be chilling out, um, trying to have a chat with a few instructors, reaching out to people. Some of my friends who are running schools have gone a bit quiet, and I'm a bit worried. So I want to like give them a call and have a chat and make them feel positive. Because I mean, obviously, I sold my school a few years ago, so I can't imagine how stressful this period got out at the right time 
I escaped just in the nick of time. But so I just want to phone up a few friends and just give them a bit of a a on phone cuddle. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, a cuddle, a cuddle with Fat Matt. <laughs> Sounds slightly creepy. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we'll do this again next week, and we'll actually do it again next week. Oh, that'd not be exciting. In, are we back not, to it now? Are we? I will, I'm going to try. Beautiful. I mean, by this time next week, I might have had enough because I've gone back to normal timetable again, and I might be just yeah, yeah. like, get me that ice cream van right now. Um, but no, hopefully, yeah, we should be back to normal now. Excellent. Looking forward to that, mate. That's good. All right. Catch you soon. Cheers, dude. Thank you. Bye. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Big thank you to Matt, as always, for that section. Again, I know it's one of our most popular sections. And again, as a note, if you haven't checked out Matt's podcast, Matt's got a podcast now too. Um, I'm trying to remember what it is off the top of my head, like a true professional. But if you if you go on if you go on Matt's Facebook, if you go on his social media, the links are all in there. You can drop him a message anyway, and it'll probably spring to my mind in a few minutes. And if it does, I'll I'll, I'll... oh yes, it's Teach Passion Online. I think that's what the podcast is. Um, yes, I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway. Um, I did a, uh, an interview for his podcast, one of the first ones. So if you want to go and, and, and see what it's like the other way around, I go on his podcast and interview him. It, it was very weird at the time. <laughs> well, no, the, the podcast wasn't weird. No, how do I phrase this properly? It was strange for me to be on his podcast with him interviewing me. It seemed to be the other way around. He has to do all the like intros and everything. But Anyway, it's all good. Go check it out. So from next week, we should ho- hopefully... Be something like back to normal again. That's the plan, anyway. Um, you know, uh, my my school, my personally, my school's timetable reverts back to like a term time timetable. God, that's hard to say. Term time timetable. <sighs> say that ten times fast. Actually, don't. Uh, but yeah, it reverts back to what I just said <laughs> uh, from the first week of September. Now, the reason that I've had to do that is just down to personal situation really in that my wife goes back to work so it suits me and not only that but anybody that runs a full-time school will know if you do timetable changes like a weird point in the month it can really mess things up so sometimes it's just easier to cut your losses and start it on the first day of the month rather than trying to do it like 10 days in or something it can cause absolute chaos so our term time timetable there i said it right that time Starts on Tuesday next week. Um, funnily enough, I've already had some panicked parents emailing me saying, I can't find my booking for Monday. Now, that's because it's bank holiday and we're shut. Um, I know some of you guys might be opening for it, but personally, my school, we're going to be we're gonna be closing. Um, I need a break already. We've only been back, what, five, six weeks, is it, I think? And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for a holiday. So I'm having one day. I actually end up spending it doing uh, accounts, but... You know, such is the life of the self-employed full-time martial arts school owner. So yeah, all of the interviews and guests that you saw me sort of promoting um, before all this craziness kicked off and actually when it had kind of started. Um, the craziness being the situation with the pandemic, not my podcast. Maybe it's a bit of both. Uh, but we should be uh, reconfirming a lot of those guests in the coming weeks. So the plan is to do them. I am still planning the Samo Hung special that I had mentioned months ago. Uh, I just, you know, as I mentioned in previous episodes, my head really wasn't in it. I wasn't interested in doing it with everything else going on. So, um, I, you know, as I am, I'm, I've waited until I'm at the busiest point. <laughs> 
within my business to try and do it. But now we are going to do that one at some point too. So it would be great to get your calls, your feedback, your recordings, like we always do on those episodes, because that's the only way they can work. Well, it could just be me talking about Samo Hung for an hour, but it's much better off when you guys send me your recordings in and I can respond to them and reply and all that sort of stuff. That's really cool. All right, guys. So as always, please do like, share, subscribe, all those things that podcasters ask you to do, um, especially on iTunes. Go, go. But we haven't had any new reviews on iTunes for ages. So if you can pop onto iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called now. Uh, I'm such a pro, aren't I? If you can go on there and drop us a nice review, say nice things, please. Um, that would be really appreciated. And um, yeah, that'd be great because it helps us just to push out a little bit further. All right, guys. Oh, yeah, and share the links on Facebook. Share them, share them, share them. That really, really does help. Okay? We've got to uh, make sure we keep our heads above the water with all these 600 new flipping martial arts podcasts that seem to be popping up at the minute fair play to him and best of luck to him i say um and if you want me on your show ask me nicely i might consider it <laughs> anyway joking aside hope you have a great rest of week weekend whatever it is you're doing uh, hopefully it's not raining too much it's absolutely chucking it down here um uh, true bank holiday weather all right guys i'll catch you next week on the next episode Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com.